this board game we're about to play. So, first of all, this the amount of pieces that are come with this board game is <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, I know it. Uh, it. It really showed. So, here's the thing. <clears throat> I think you and I are both novices when it comes to board games. Sure. Um, I think that there are. I, I still like if I'm interested to like add more to my wish list or whatever. I'm still uh, going on google and starting with like best board games of all time right and sifting through all the lists of like monopoly clue you know and finding like the actual game website that will will, will tell me about like here's a deeper game that, that you can play right so i think that's you know obviously when you're a kid it's like risk i remember playing risk and having my mind blown as mm-hmm. as to what a board game could do which the people on the board game subreddit hate risk. Oh, so I loved it as a kid. You know what I mean? I still like it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll stay on my risk. I'm super excited for Indy to get old enough to play risk. I'll play risk mm-hmm. with them. So um, then I started getting into like a game called Unearth, I guess would, would be probably the next like milestone. There's like Catan stuff like that, which are still like Carcassonne and some uh right. the german board games that right. got real big when they were on the xbox live arcade basically right and and then when you know if if anybody's like oh yeah i'm into board games like they'll put like you ever heard of Catan? Right. you know what i mean <laughs> uh and so it's like yeah you do that pandemic or whatever but i never really got into like indie really specific niche games mm-hmm. um I never did like a D and D game. I'm excited for a game called Quest that's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. It seems to be like an intro. Like Munchkin was an intro for that kind of game where you like build a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Civilization. Mm-hmm. So with that kind of cross section, I decided for my birthday I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a big boy game. I'm gonna go for a game that like. You know, I see listed on like the true board game Reddit people, mm. and like this game regularly regularly comes up as like top three. Like when people are talking about it, they're like favorite game, top three of all time, amazing game, and it's a worker simulation, okay, or something, worker placement game. Mm. And so I was like, oh, like Civilization, you know, right? Sounds sounds like my kind of thing. So anyway, um, I added it to my, my, my watch list and found it on like super mega sale on eBay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was during the eBay 15% off day. So I was like, okay, extra 15% off that. It, so this is actually one of the cheaper games that I've, that I've ever purchased. Mm-hmm. But when it came, it's like the size of my leg. <laughs> It's called Anachrony. Uh-huh. I've been struggling to get that name in my head. I've been calling it Synchronicity, Anachrony, or, or yeah. Anyway, it's Anachrony. And so basically, <clears throat> you have a main board, and the board represents Earth after a huge explosion. Okay. Nobody knows what caused the explosion. 
just a huge explosion happened and kind of drastically uh, impacted, you know, humanity. Mm. So now after that, there are four kind of tribes of people. <clears throat> you have those who seek to live in harmony with the world, mm-hmm. those who seek to dominate it, those who seek to advance science in science, and those who are like um, the spiritualists. Mm-hmm. And they all live on different areas of the earth. Some are only in the sea, some are underground, whatever else, right? So what they found at the core of the blast zone was they found this new material called, I forget what it's called. Okay. Vibranium. I think that's the Marvel stuff. Uh-huh. So they, they find this new stuff. <clears throat> they decide they're going to build like monuments out of it, representing the four, their four tribes mm-hmm. as a sign of like, Unity, because they haven't been like warring with each other. They've just kind of been existing. And now they kind of want to come together. So when they build these, they realize that there's a property in these that affect time. And it opens up a time warp. And so what they find is that this material that was in the asteroid that hit the Earth. It was so dense and the impact was so kind of kinetic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It created a time portal. And so it pushed the blast backwards. So that's what the earth experienced. Okay. Was the previous, it was a future blast that was sent back in time. Okay. So the blast has technically hasn't happened yet. So the blast technically has not happened. Yet. <clears throat> so now they realize, Oh, we're just living like, in between periods of Earth, wiped out again. <laughs> of Earth destruction. Yeah. <laughs> and so now they realize we have only a set amount of time until the actual asteroid impacts. Okay. So now this has turned them kind of against each other. Mm. So now they're kind Excellent. of... Excellent. Yeah. They're, they're both working together, which I know we probably won't, or yeah, no working thanks. against each other. Uh, to basically advance enough to get themselves off the planet mm, to recolonize. Okay. So that is the base story and, and nature of the game that we're dealing with. Okay, so we can choose to either work together to get off the planet, or I can choose to try and take over. <laughs> to what end, though? Just to make sure that you get wiped out first? Yeah, so... It, or will I still get off the planet? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I guess you could do things like blocking what I want to do and in essence, just doom me too. So then we would, which seems to me like your gameplay. (laughs) It's just like, Uh you know, I'm just going to sabotage everything that you Uh do. So then we both die. Yeah. Or. I mean, that might be my game plan with a, with more people. I don't think that would be as satisfying, which is one person. person. Because I'll leave. I'll just be like, I'm done. Um. So, so yeah, so anyway, there's a, um, there is a before gameplay and then an after impact gameplay too. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't re- oh, you can use these 
time portals to then like request things from your future self. So like you can request, hey, send me like an extra scientist, send me some more materials that I need. Mm -hmm. But you run the danger of creating like a paradox. Right. So there's some risk reward stuff. I mean, there are a lot of pieces, but the base game seems pretty like I think I I think I understand it. I just need to see it all working together. Okay. All right. Well, we will go over the rules then. And I guess we'll turn this back on for a turn or two. Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the game plan. Yeah, and just uh, whenever we feel appropriate until we're done. And I feel like in, in you know, for anybody who says like, or you know what, for us, just as a justification. Mm-hmm. Um, why even try and record this? Sure. I feel I feel like I have two answers uh-huh. that I want to I want to preemptively give to anybody who who has listened this right. far. The Number perennial one. question I have at the beginning of every right. recording session. This is for you. This is <laughs> for you bother? basically. Right. So the first answer to, to to why I bother is I honestly think if I had to explain what a podcast is to somebody who has never listened to one, mm-hmm. I think I would tell them it's like two people playing a board game and you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think that covers everything. Okay. Cause either a podcast people are talking or they're trying to do something. They're trying to, you know, maybe it means something, mm-hmm. but unless you care about what they're doing, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I would say that this is, this is podcasting in its very essence. Number okay. two, I would say, um, I was listening to Hollywood handbook. And, um, I only love, I, I only love their ad reads Yeah, across the whole spectrum of podcasts. Only their ad reads are good. Mm-hmm. Um, their ad reads are better than most other podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes their ad reads are better than their own podcast. Right. And I will like die for my phone if it gets to the end of their episode. and another podcast jumps on so i got a little piece of michael ian black's um latest podcast Mm -hmm. they do on earwolf which was basically like i saw this book staring at me on my bookshelf it's jude the obscure and i decided i'm going to read it and make a podcast about me reading it Mm -hmm. so i was like you know whatever like i'm sure that that a public domain book Mm -hmm. was just burning a hole in your bookshelf and that's when you had to read and you just had to bring everybody else along this journey with you you know yeah but i was like all right it's like an audiobook where he just kind of comments as he reads whatever not Mm. my cup of tea but then i heard the ad read he's like i bring on friends and guests Mm. and whatever i was like so, so you, you like that's your garage. That's your Mark Maron right, garage. Yeah. It's just Jude the Obscure, but it just turns into like just every other kind of podcast interview. Yeah. Just now it's now it's around Jude the Obscure. Isn't that crazy? What a crazy book, you know? Yeah, it just is an interview show. It's an interview but show. It f- feels like some sort of pretension towards dressing it up. And so I say, you know what? If you want to do something, make a <clears throat> podcast about it. Do it. Yeah. Just I, I literally 
read you the obscure. Let me hear you muttering the words to yourself, <laughs> like by your fireside. And then occasionally just like lean over the microphone and be like, just finished chapter one. That was crazy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what huge problem is. And then like go back to reading. Like yeah. that's, that's do that then. Yeah. But don't, don't sit there and be like, oh, I got, I got my comedy friend, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And he's also got a new album out. Right. Yeah. So this is just going to be literally two guys playing a board game. <laughs> yeah. So this is literally not just going to be a bigger discussion <laughs> about life. <laughs> There's no guest hosts. There's no, we're not going to have your dog like jump on the table and then we deal with the crazy things that he knocked over. And now right. he's got wherever the pieces are. That's what we have to play now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're not, we're just going to play this game and record it as a, as a eternal statement against the Jude the Obscure podcast out there. <laughs> yeah. We're counterbalancing, we're balancing the force, you know? All right, so it's the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we just finished round one. Yeah. Of Anachrony. And I think, I'll, I'll go first. I think... There are still some pieces of the game that are mysterious, yeah, you know, mysterious. But the underlying base game has finally come into view for me. Okay, I think I'm I'm seeing the outlines. Mm -hmm. I don't see how it colors in yet. What's what's your take? Uh, I am focusing on the couple of things that I know I can do, and hoping the rest falls in place. You are. There's nothing coming into shape for me outside of I have the things, I have the concrete goals that I want to try and accomplish within the next turn or two. And I have the larger goals of uh, I'm assuming the role of like the Hershey company where I'm just trying to suck up all the water so nobody has right. any access to water. <laughs> right. I've been seeing you. <laughs> and I've also decided as the religious sect that i'm actively welcoming the uh the destruction of the planet yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to it uh so i'm you, going to do nothing to stop that as well do you know that there are other water pieces available oh are there yeah okay so no, there's no holding back then i thought we we're at the end of the so these blue just represent more water per piece mm -hmm. and those represent like just an individual drop of water basically mm -hmm. so all right so I, I see your strategy which is like just to hoard the water <laughs> but i don't really know how that impacts the game yeah i don't either um so we'll we'll see how that works out um it's just a, it's just a narrative uh decision that i right. made yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. You know, you're taking your first round to live out your uh, <laughs> power fantasy. Sure. Uh, that you approach all of life with. So I'm um, glad this has given you an opportunity. <laughs> A little bit of an outlet. Yeah. So, all right. So now we're going to try and do round two. I mean, you know, I can see if we knew what we were doing. Yeah. This game can move pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. It's just like. I've got my idea of what I want to accomplish. Here I go. Yeah. Build these things. And just knowing what like the buildings represent is a lot. Um, 
but I'm kind of looking forward to getting through this and then playing again right. when it's like when we got it. Yeah, there's a lot to it. But what's your initial just round one? You've heard me a lot. You haven't read any of the instructions I've been reading and muttering yeah, to myself. I think, yeah, I think honestly you have to, before I could make any sort of opinion, I'd have to play it like three or four times, which is like, maybe that's the thing with board games or with board games like that are this intricate that you can't really, like we played Dead of Winter that one time. Mm-hmm. And it was all right. We also I, played it wrong. We realized exactly, right at the end of the game. Right, exactly. And I feel like with something like that, it's like you kind of have to re- reserve judgment until you've played it three or four times. Because exactly. you don't, the first time, obviously, you don't really know what you're doing. And there's parts of it that can grab you. But I don't know, especially with something this intricate, I feel like you have to really learn the in and outs before you can. And that takes a lot of patience mm-hmm. and a lot of planning you know right. this is like it's not obviously not going to something we're going to be able to do every single week yeah but or will we <laughs> well at the same time yeah if you do do it enough it'll that process will speed up yeah you know like it took us we're talking like real time it took us like 45 minutes probably just to get through that first yeah just to get explanation step step. first move and figuring everything out all right well let's let's go into round two Take two. Fast ready, forward a week. You ready for my joke? Oh, did my joke make it? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, your joke did technically, but okay. mine wasn't recording, so I had to delete it. All right. So we the last thing we recorded was our second round. We called it quits for the night. Played a full game a few nights later. Yes, of anachrony. In of case. anachrony. Anybody else is thrown by our timeline jumping. Right. Um, so what do I think about it? That's what you asked yeah. in the old take. So I really, I, I kind of said, you know, of course I will curve it more favorably as being the person who spent money on it. Right. But having said that, seeing the whole shape of the game one time through, I really do enjoy it. I think it's, I think it's really smartly designed. I think the, if anything, I was surprised at how simplistic the gameplay is. They just have a lot of elements going on. Mm-hmm. But it is still like you win by getting victory points. Like I, I also do like the story of this game as well. I think the setup is smart and, and is interesting. Um, now, it also came with some other ways of playing the game, and I'm going to play through the single player. Oh, right. And there are some other add-ons that we could do on a next playthrough if we wanted that will give us more kind of individual control over the game. Because I feel like in this, we played the most basic form of the game. And that basic form is, it basically says the first half of the game, you need to have a certain resource. And the second, or the last third of the game, you need to have only one resource. If you do not have that one resource, you will lose the game. Right. There's nothing you can do. Which is the problem I ran into. Exactly, which is the problem you ran into. But because we played the most basic level of the game, I don't think that gave us enough 
individual um kind of skill skills to mm-hmm. play it any differently but from what i've read you can play the game where it, it does feel different player to player and i also i think picked for the basic game picked randomly the right people to win a game like that mm-hmm. which is like the the dominant people and you just keep plowing ahead mm-hmm. with all the resources you get i will say <clears throat> before i toss it back over to you my one criticism of your game is you use the same strategy twice, both in the in the aborted two round game and in this one, uh-huh. which was to hoard the water, and and I just my strategy is more thematic. Yeah, okay, than exactly. Else. I I I guess I just wanted an answer on that. Is like, were you playing for like the narrative of just right. like I've controlling the dis- water I've more realized than? That- I like to just be an asshole when I play board games. I like to just be a nuisance to the other people I'm playing with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is my general strategy. Right. Obviously, uh, you can't be much of a nuisance if your strategy doesn't really do anything. <laughs> yeah. It just leaves you <laughs> with a lot that's of That's why something. I say thematically I liked it. Yeah. I just like the idea of one team hoarding all the water. You stuck to your guns. Basically, well, and that's part of... Uh, not a critique really, but I could have done that. Like you said, outside of the one resource, the reactor cores, which I don't even know how you would hoard those. You hoarding anything in this game is not going to have any sort of effect on anybody else in like a two player game. And so for me, that's where I feel like it's first of all, because of like the setup and tear down time alone mm-hmm. and because of how long it takes to learn all the mechanics and all the intricacies this is more of a game for a dedicated group of people three four or five people who play like on a regular basis who can like get into it for me it's not really a game that's like yeah we'll play this once uh every six months or whatever yeah but because it was just me and you, I felt like there was never a, like a struggle to have any kind of resource. You could have any resource you wanted at on any given turn, no matter what, because it was just me and you and there's like plenty of resources available. And that's something that I feel like would change with more people and would would make a little bit uh, add more of a strategic element to the game is, you know, figuring out who's getting what, what's going to be available, kind of building your game around that. And also because it's our first time playing it, so it's like no one really knows what they're doing. Right. Now, the, now I think playing – so I've read a little more about this Doomsday version. Mm-hmm. That seems to be like the game that you're talking about. Like that one actually has like specific experiments that we could do that would benefit us more specifically than in this game. So basically Anachrony is you have workers – and you can either have them research something, mm-hmm. build something, or recruit other people to come work for you. And the things you can build are either life support, research facilities, factories, um, or I forget the other one. We didn't build a lot of those. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that I liked was you built like three life support things, mm-hmm. all 
those are, I think, your first three buildings. And all of them were variations of like, put a worker here and get three <laughs> get water. A lot of water. <laughs> put a resource here and get more water. Yeah. And you did build things where I was like, ooh, that one looks good. And then you'd build it. But then I would just go build like something else. And my right. varied buildings is what tipped me over the edge. Right. I was able to manage other things that were getting lost, whereas you were just hoarding one thing. Yeah. Um, but the doomsday scenario seems to be, it, it, it varies that up because, you know, again, fundamentally with two players, I think you're right. You're either building these buildings or you're not, right? You can only recruit so many people right. that we can use and you're not really competing against other people. You know, like you said, like a third person who's recruiting, you know, more people might complicate it. And then you really do need to strategize. But for yeah. this, we pretty much had our pick of what we wanted to do every turn. Yeah. It was just it was just what you chose to do with your turns was ineffective. Right. I also <clears throat> wasn't building anything, really. I built the three life support things because that was what I needed for like the evacuation plan. Right. You my, yeah. yeah. My main goal was to get my mm-hmm. things that I needed for evacuation. And, and then, then figure everything else out right. after that. And so that's really all I did. Yeah. And so that's why I did the buildings and then I did the res- the gold and the geniuses. But then after that, I was kind of like lost. Well, yeah, because I realized like you and I, and this is what's interesting too. I feel like, especially with board games, board games basically reveal elements of like your true self. Uh-huh. Like you have the people who are like, they're either denying that they're competitive or they're just open. Like I'm openly competitive. Mm-hmm. And on a personal level, you might never encounter that. They could be like the most pleasant, funny person, you bring out a board game. And all of a sudden they're like, you know, flipping the table and like storming out of the room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like with you, it does reveal like, you are very mission oriented. You're very much like spell out what I need to do and I will do it. Right. I am not that way at all. Like we play Fortnite. I have largely not progressed in that game. Right. I, and I play games like that. I play PUBG. I play this. I play it a lot. I have a lot of fun playing it, but I do not kind of like get visibly noticeably better. I kind of, plateau Mm -hmm. and it's because you set a goal for me and i'll get bored with it you tell me like okay get better at sniping it's like Mm -hmm. okay i'll do it for a round then i'll do something else but you i feel like you can commit yourself to that goal this is my goal i'm gonna do this goal Mm -hmm. and then complete it and i am not that way at all and with this game it's like here are your goals but it doesn't tell you that if you just pursue these goals you're going to lose right you, you need to then set other goals and ideas for yourself right. as you accomplish those. I feel like you did a very like, let me do A, let me do B, let me do C. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got to C and the game was over. Right. And then I'll figure out another nothing. A, B, and C. And right. And you had nothing. You had nothing. Yeah. When really you have to be pursuing A through Z. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too, to elaborate on the victory points thing or whatever they're called is it's, it's complicated in just purely based on like the amount of possibilities that you have. It's not complicated in that. Like 
you have to do this, which leads to this, which then leads to that, which then gives you one victory point. It's like you do this and that gives you a victory point or you can do this and that get, or you can do this and that gives you one or you can do that and that gives you one. And mm-hmm. there's just like 10 of those. Mm-hmm. And so it, 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 it does. It is a little it just takes some time to learn. Yeah, I, this game, though, it's interesting. It does rely on the story to explain the gameplay. I don't know if that's the way it is with all these kind of like intensive games. Uh-huh. And I kind of told you, and I, and I do appreciate you kind of like um, accommodating me. I kind of told you that I wanted to try a game that was a little deeper. And I yeah. think that this is exactly what you said. This is a game that like dedicated people who play board games regularly would pick up. I right. feel like this would be their like casual game they would just there's a lot of elements but they can pull that out and then when you know the game you can get through it pretty quickly like even on this one we were reading every right every building that came up what does that do and then trying to think through if that would help us um so yeah i feel like this is what those types of gamers would see as like a pretty um straightforward game but for yeah. us, it was, and so that's exactly what I want. So I'm, I'm super glad that I have it. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to impose at least a doomsday play on you at some point in mm-hmm. the near future. Mm-hmm. And then we're probably, it's, it's making the trek up to New York um, at sure. some point when we all go up there and, and we'll at least try it with three players. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. Um, so anyway, Anachrony, um, I really like it. There was a game. I almost sent you this YouTube video I found. Um, so I was looking at different games on like the board games uh, subreddit. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a game everybody was talking about. And people are like, believe the hype. This game's amazing or whatever. And so I looked up a YouTube review just to see like what it was about. And it was a guy and he was basically like, okay, this has four players. He's like, here's... My first negative thing I'll say about this game. He's like, we started going through it as four players. He's like, and we gave up. Not because <laughs> the game is, um, b- because like the game was going to win because it's a co-op or not because we were going to win. He's like, it was because it was too much and none of our brains could handle it. Mm-hmm. He's like, and we are like serious gamers. Right. And we could not handle the four player game. And I immediately thought, Justin, I need to take this. <laughs> this is, I was going to tell you back, Justin, next yeah. game. Next year for my, ne- for, for my uh, next birthday, I know exactly what I'm getting. It's, right. it's this game. Uh, but yeah, so what, I mean, in the end, like, are you at least intrigued to try the doomsday sure. scenario on it? Or? Yeah, I mean, now that I understand at least somewhat how to play the game, sure. I mean, the biggest hill is just figuring everything out you know what i mean like it essentially took us i would say probably five to six hours exactly just to figure the game out well it it took me watching a bunch of youtube videos right half playing the game right watching more youtube videos reading the whole instructions again once i actually understood what the titles were and then playing with you and slowly piecing yeah. the final missing pieces together to the point where now i feel like we actually know how to play the game correctly, which is yeah. all you're looking for right. after one, one playthrough. So. Okay. Yeah. 
Anachrony, people say it's top three of all time. Uh, it's not there yet for me, but there are a lot of ways to play this. Yeah. Not not just with the Doomsday thing, but even with our player boards, you can switch those over and, and have a different experience too. So, mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot in this game that I'm excited about, but um, but yeah, I'd say it is a slow go. Yeah. Yeah.